From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome with Steve and Chris, man, in the Bleed Blue Roundtable. What's going on, Steve? What's happening, Chief? What's, hey, what up, man? How you doing? Uh, last show of the uh, week. Get on my vacation, man. Damn it. I, I can't wait. <laughs> but we're going to spit hot fire, I'm man. with you. I'm w- <laughs> yeah, man. I'm with you. Let me tell you, man, I, got, I have to stay on focus tonight because, man, I got inundated with so much NBA this afternoon, man. That I love it. Oh man, I don't. I'll bring it up. What happened? Uh, I don't know if Chris dropped or maybe I'm having issues. I don't know. Let's see if he picks up again. What happened? What happened was though he uh, he asked for a trade and. And they and they all are, are leaping for him. It looks like the Suns are going to get him at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a block. You went in and out. I didn't hear a damn thing you said. You said uh, uh, something all right, about who goes to the Suns. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. What happened? Okay, yeah, I had to blow. I had to, I had to turn it up. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Durant asked for a trade out of Brooklyn, and about fifteen <laughs> clubs <laughs> jumped in and 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 with all their assets, but he wants to go to Phoenix. And Phoenix is trying to work it out because they're like, no, we wasn't ready for this. And it's just a big mess right now because, you know, um, Kyrie already had his drama. And what, what Durant on the open, open market is going to consist of is probably if you trade the dude, you're going to have to get about eight players in return, whether they be a combination of active or, or draft picks or whatever. So it's shaking up the NBA right now, man. It's all over the okay. place, man. It's ridiculous. But we'll, oh, we'll talk about that now. How do you? Oh, oh, no! That reminds me because you know, me and you were just having that conversation with that super fan fraud Spike Lee with the Brooklyn Nets shit on during the playoff game. <laughs> I want to know how he feel now. If that's true, I mean, I haven't really paid attention. I, I haven't seen his tweet. Let me tell you one thing though. I saw it was weird, and this actually involves the football show tonight. USC, mm-hmm. UCLA to the Big Ten. Yes. Why? What the I don't fuck I know I know I know it's about I, money, I have but no <laughs> idea. I, I know they're packed up they're pissed off with the Pac twelve. I get that, okay? But damn, to go to the Pacific Coast League or go to uh whatever else is out there, but not, you know, the big the big ten. I mean, money. Come on, that's Midwest. Follow, if they, they, follow, well, yeah, follow that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. That's, that's gonna be good. Line. That's gonna be hella good for those Los Angeles colleges. You're going to be able to be in the Big Ten Conference, get the recruits there, and probably can keep them home in that sunshine weather in, in the fall for games. That's, that, right. that's, game that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. And you're going to always going to get your Michigan. I don't, yeah. And I also don't think I don't. I also don't think flying that far is a big deal like it once was 10, 20, 30 years ago. I think now it's like whatever, man. Like teams fly all the time. What's what's a few more times a year going to be? You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, you had to like, what, Hawaii flying back and forth. That's a six, what was it, how many hours is it? Hawaii to L.A.? Like five flat off the rip? And they play every every year. So yeah. that's a good look for uh, L.A., uh, South uh, Southern California and uh, UCLA. That's a, wow. I know. 
wow. know, but I mean, why? Still kind of, you know, geographically kind of like, weird. Before we, before we bring on the guys so to get their thoughts on, the, on their Giants, and then we're going to jump into the Steelers and the Bucks on the, you know, the last half of this, uh, 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 this episode. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you look at this situation like um, what the Big East basketball was when Syracuse left, Pittsburgh left? Yep. I hated it, though. Okay. I hated it, though. Boston because College. the thing yeah. – yes, I, I do. I do. But for a different reason. I was more married to the Big East situation, man, because I'm there has never I'm been sure. really, really any big – there hasn't been really any Eastern basketball ever. In, in a tournament situation until the Big East came. Dave Gavitt put together the, the Big East. And that, as you knew, you know, the first 20 years of the Big East is like probably some of the best college basketball you ever saw in your life. You know, very competitive, legendary matchups and games and players. But then they had to do what these cats did today. They had to saturate it. And mm. once that happened, all of a sudden Cincinnati came over to the Big East and Miami once that happened, man, and it just more importantly, I don't know whether they thought they were gonna whether it was a revenue thing or not. Probably was, but more importantly, yeah, it made a lot of fans leave and lose interest, man. Because it was yeah. a tri-state area kind of thing, and I liked you're it right. better that way. So I don't yeah, know. That, you're that, right, you're that right was, about that. Yeah, that was the Northeast's baby, man. Um, college yes, it was. Those, yeah. man. Speaking day. of Syracuse, speaking of Syracuse, let's bring them on in a roll call, Giants. Big hitter, that would be Brian from the Big Blue Huddle, the Syracuse man himself. Let's get his thoughts on that. And then we bring on the honorable Big O. Brian, what's up, man? What's up, Brian? How we doing? Oh, good, man. man. So good to hear from you. I can tell you what happened in the Big East was it was created as a basketball conference. And once they decided to expand that out to football, they, yep. it, the, the, the clock started ticking then because the powerhouses of the Big East, you know, most of the teams, you know, Georgetown, St. John's, Villanova, yep. if they had a football team at all, they, they, it was nothing. It was, not, it was never going to go to a you know, D1 level. And exactly. I, I, I felt bad about it, and that's why I didn't really like it. I think their whole thing was to you know, bring in Notre Dame in Miami yeah. and you know, try, try to make a you know, big football rivalry out of it. Because if you remember back then, the, the rivalry between Syracuse and Penn State went away because Penn State went to the Big Ten. But, but right. yeah, once they went to football, the, the clock was ticking in the Big East for the way that was lined up. So Syracuse kind of had to go to the ACC. But now that the, the talk here is, you know, will they go back to an independent if these super, super conferences go along? I think the NCAA should, you know, step in and, you know, do something about that. But, anyways, uh, yeah, we got giant stuff to talk here. I've done some stuff on the Steelers, anyways, and a little bit on Tampa. So uh, it's all cool. Okay. How are we all doing? All right. Pretty good, Brian. Nice to hear from you, man. Nice to hear hear from from you. Sorry about our Rangers, man, and sorry about our Rangers. uh, Yeah, Anthony Rizzo just hit a home run. (laughs) Hey, they did well. They did well. That was a a triumph of the year, and I appreciate it. Yeah, the whole New York did. Tri-State, whatever. It was, even though we have other... Look, let me tell you something. Devils and Islanders fans was at, were, were at Madison Square Garden for the playoffs. On Moss, not a few, a bunch of them. So that tells you right there what kind of, what kind of love was behind this. So I, lo- I appreciated that, man. I really did. So don't be back. 
Stand by. Yeah, they got, they're, they're a good young team, so. Yeah, yeah. With a, right. with a great young goaltender. That's everything in hockey. That's it. All right, Brian, be right back. Yep. <sighs> I haven't heard from this man whose birthday was yesterday in a long time. You talk about someone beloved. He's an He's icon on this show. He's coaching, man. Come on, man. You know this team is coaching, man, that would take this team. And, 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 and it, yo, they proved it the last few weeks, man, coaching. Coaching, man. You change up your scheme, you're playing chess out here, man. <laughs> what? The incomparable. Peace and blessing. The incomparable. Peace and blessing, fellas. Oh, man, I'm listening to y'all voices, man. I'm like, man, boy, my boys, man. What's good? What up? What's good, man? Yeah, it's been a minute, bro. I'm good, man. How was your born day? Oh, it was blessed, man. You know how wifey, you know, wifey locked those days down and the kids, you know, they have, you know, enjoyable day, man. You know, I ain't had to do nothing, you know. But I tried not to do nothing, but, you know, you know how that goes, man. This must be. Uh, now, how you guys doing, day. man? Pretty good, good man. man. Yo, hey, man. Quick, let me, let me. This is actually related to you. Oh, the crazy thing is, I was talking to a listener to this platform earlier today. No, no, no mm-hmm. I, I bullshit you not. No bullshit. The intro, mm-hmm. the intro to this, these shows, you know, your voice is on it. You know, it's not going to work. And I had to explain. Right, right. And they, the person thought it was me. I said, no, no, no. It was a, you know, it was a person that, you know, was affiliated with the show. I was all, you know, all for all those years, which is you. And I explained mm-hmm. what the context was, you know, what you said at the time. You remember what it was? Uh, of course you remember. Yeah, it was about the Jason Pierre Paul in his hands. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, and, yeah. I would, and, and he screwed I, us I, over. I, you know, it, I, I it, started, it, it never worked for us, but it worked for, it worked for somebody else. I'm telling you, man. It but, never worked for us. Never worked for us. If they would have got rid of him when I said get rid of him, we would have never went through that, man. We lost all that money and got played, bruh. And then he went to Tampa Bay with Shaq Barrett on the other side that was destroying with, a, with, like, a, with, like, with like a Hall of Fame D-line that what he was doing was catching, uh, what, he was doing was catching uh, 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 what they call those cleanup sacks. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, oh, man, right. we got screwed on that, yeah. man. Well, hold on. Let me we finish, got let me finish before we finish. Hold on. The funny thing is, that's, you're, you're absolutely correct, but also that conversation, I remember it vividly. We've done so many episodes, but that episode, it was me, you, Chris, it Chris, you and Jet. Was on it. Jet may have been on there probably, and I remember that was, along yeah, that man. conversation, you said something along the line of, He's going to play with a nub or something Yeah, it like was that. about Jet saying something, and I told Jet, live, no, Jet, it's not going to work. I'm like, Jet, I, it's not going to work. <laughs> he said, Remedy, yeah, he you know said that? at JPP, uh, it ain't going to work, man. <laughs> it ain't going to work. Yep, that's what it was. Everybody it never out, did. Out. It never did. Uh, I had to explain that to a, to a listener, man. Shout out to... Uh, oh. Oh, oh man, I still got a headache from that. <laughs> oh man, oh man, this team's been a roller coaster for so many years now. It's not even funny. Oh man. Okay. Oh man. Okay. My head, my head hurts, man. Holy shit. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Missed you guys, man. Missed you guys, man. It's been a, it's been a long four years, you oh. know. 
Last time I talked to you, I think my pops had passed away, and I just was going through a lot, man. So I yeah. had to get myself together, you know, big changes in my life, you know. So now I'm kind of, you know, putting it together. Everything is like, you know, rolling. So I think I talked to you a couple of years ago too, Chris, where I was headed. So yeah. you know, I got myself yeah. together on that. So, you know, um, ready to chill out, man, and, you know, still start kind of like enjoying what I like now, man, you know, sports and, you know, talking mm-hmm. football right. with my boys and stuff, man, you know. You know, yeah, I kept right. I kept contact with Jet every now and then. We, we me and Jet not every now and then, every day. Me and my boy Simmons and Jet, you know, they talk football. Uh, you know, when I need to know something, because you know those guys are they they very detailed into training camp. You know, all kinds of you know everything, man. So I, I pretty much keeping me knowledgeable of what's going on around the sports. I, I you know if I needed to know something, I I call those guys, man. But. Man, I missed the show like like crazy, man. So today I was excited, man, when I called and I said, your show would not be starting until four hours. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me put the time on because I'm on the day. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sound good, man. Let's, all right. let's, let's do it, man. All right. Let's Walter's do it. Wisdom, man. All right. So what, what are we talking about, Steve? We got we're gonna, this, this roundtable is about, well, Oop. Yeah. We're gonna cover let, the let, in the book, but we're gonna go to the camp. Yeah, we'll do right? that later. We gotta we this is a this is a great way to close out the week. Brian from the Big Blue Huddle and Big O? Man, oh, I, Big O, yeah. <laughs> let them Brian from the Big Blue Give them the fucking floor, man. Like I don't even know where they stand on the this you roster. Know what? Exactly. Let's just let them do it. Let's just let them do them. Let's let them do them. Let's, let's start with Brian. Get the time, huh? You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Well, Brian. Uh, let's see. Let's. Without further ado, man, uh, just give us your thoughts on camp, and for the now, rosters. and then and rosters and all that kind of stuff. And then later on, we're gonna hear. We want to hear what you got to say about the Steelers, and we're gonna hear about what you got to say about the Bucks as well. And we'll just manage okay. the show from here. So Brian up first, and Big O next. For all you guys listening, um, this mm-hmm. is the Big Blue Roundtable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk. These guys are talking NFL camp. Um, Steelers and Bucks. This is Brian, the fat giant big hitter of the Big Blue Huddle, and of course the incomparable Big O. Uh, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, www.bleedblueshow.com. Listen live, and here they go. Brian, you're up first, man. What's going on with the, the, the your take on the Giants camp? Well, I, I think the Giants did a real good off season. Uh, Played very well as far as their, their free agency went. They, they had to get rid of monies. And because of that, they really couldn't right. sign much. And anything other than Glowinski, who's a very solid interior lineman. But they really kind of set it up to free, you know, free up salary cap, you know, move some players off, and then you know, you know, really rebuild the roster more off of the, the draft. And I thought that they had a fabulous draft. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Thibodeau, you know, basically fell to them at five with, the, you know, the two, you know, best tackles were still on the board. So it made it a no-brainer. You take Thibodeau, and then you're going to take whichever tackles left. And my guy was right. Neil. Uh, um, so, you know, that was really good. But they did more than that. You know, I think Wondell Robinson is going to be a really nice wide receiver. You know, he's a catch-and-run guy. And it's not like he's a weak guy. It would, what the Giants used to say, or, or John Madden used to say about Joe Morris, he, he, he's not a little guy, he's a short guy. Well, you know, Wondell ran a ball, you know, and, and he ran a ball at Nebraska, then he ran it at Kentucky. 
And, yeah, he was their go-to guy at Kentucky. I mean, they ran the ball a lot. So I, I think that he was a really solid pick. Azuedo is, uh, you know, you know could play both tackle and guard. And, you know, Bellinger was, you know, you know, my, kind of my target as far as a tight end tight end went. You know, Dane Belton I think is a really good player, and and, uh, and so that they've added some I think an awful lot of depth through the draft. Now you know you can talk about this. Nobody's put a you know, pads on that says NY on the side of the helmet, so you got to let wait to you know see what happens with that. But all in all, you know, he had to let a few you know people go. You know, Bradshaw had to go, but he really doesn't fit the scheme. So I'm not all you know concerned about that, and yeah, I, I think I go along with you know Chris and Steve that you know as, as long as Tay Crowder doesn't have red dot on the helmet, you know defense is going to be better. So um, can't, can't wait for camp to start, and uh, I'll let it go right Should there. We... <laughs> okay, you got it. That's Brian. Big old chime in, bro. You got what's up, man? Hey. Hey, hey I, I, I like what Brian said about the team. Yeah, I pretty, I pretty like uh, the 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 draft this year was a solid draft. Um, the thing that changed this year with this draft that I've seen change, because you know I'm real tough on the Giants, um, especially these last seven years, where I kind of predict that we was going to be sorry for the for the next five to six years around this piece, and it happened. I mean, you can you can tell that this, this team was headed for destruction because we waited so long to get with the new times, with the era, with the new wave of football, and we waited so long to, to address that, that we were so far behind, man, it was ugly. But um, I since this year we're changing, man. The culture is changing. It's different, especially with this draft, with that pick with Wondell uh, Robinson. Um, this team is not picking – wasn't picking the best player on the board. They was picking a, what they, their, their scheme according to their scheme and what they're going to run. And that was that was that was that was very impressive to me, um, very impressive because uh, this this Giants team was picking players and we couldn't use them. I mean, we didn't have a team and we didn't have continuity to use. Players were playing on this team and, and looked lost and then went somewhere else and 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 excelled. You know, I, I just couldn't get it. And we was getting, I mean, gaffled by by bozo coaching staffs and and. We, I mean, it was just bad. The front office, everything was just bad, man. From general manager to ownership, everything was just horrible, man. But this year, I can smell a little breath, a breath of fresh air with this team, yeah. man. I can see that the the front office got a little competency in what's going on, and I can see that the ownership is kind of Mara. Let's just keep it honest. Amara is backing off a little bit and let. General managers do what they're supposed to do and not run this old school way of thinking football and screwing things up. When I mean, it just looked different, man. I, I like the way Dable came in there and players are screaming that they love the attitude, they love the energy in there, man. And guys are loose, um, expecting to Daniel Jones to not be, you know, timid, just let it fly, don't care about messing up, just let it fly because he's been held back. Not saying he's going to be that guy. I'm just just saying what our coach was saying. Um, I'm still, you know, I, when it comes to Daniel Jones, still have that big old question mark. Is I just don't know, you know. So, um, but um, looking at this team, man, it looks like it's going to be a better team. I'm not going to say we're going to have a great, great record, good record, but it's going to be better than last year's. That I, I, I know yeah. that for a fact. Any improvement is good improvement. Um, our linebacking staff is still a little bit of question mark to me a little bit. I like Beavers and uh, McFadden that they 
that they pick again, again according to their needs. So this defense is going to be flying all over the place, fellas. They're going to be sending blitzes. They're not going to be sitting mm-hmm. back there waiting on things, man. And um, uh, mm-hmm. Z's last year showed some great, some great sparks of of high uh, of being a DN and getting at the at the pass rusher. We just didn't have it on the other side. We had some sparks with Roche. Um, he's a good. He, that'd be a good rotational guy to keep. Um, Ellison Smith didn't play really that much, but I'm hearing that this guy could be a beast. So I'm seeing this team is coming together, man. I'm seeing this team. We're adding Thibodeau on that other side, man. I think guys going to be giving a high five at the quarterback this year. Um, uh, I'm very excited. Can't wait to see it. Uh, defensive back still a little question mark on that. Uh, our corners, uh, especially uh, our cornerback number two, who's that going to be and who's going to hold it down over there. That's going to be – that's yet to see. But uh, knowing uh, 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 the way Wink runs that defense – he 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 he's not sleeping on whatever he adds to this defense, man. Trust me, man. We'll be all right. Like the couple of free uh, undrafted free agencies I was following that uh, came on this team, a uh, running back from um, Florida State uh, is a good uh, running back to watch. Um, a cornerback I think from uh, Kentucky. It's another cornerback. Uh, he's a big guy, tall, um, good tackler. I, some things I was watching, man. I was saying that this team is really picking according to what they're trying to scheme they're trying to run. So I'm excited, man. I can't wait to see it happen, put together. I'm patient, though, because I um, had, had no choice to be these last few years, but I'm patient to see this thing come together. We might need some, you know, a few, few, add a few more pieces. But, again, man, Daniel Jones, to me, this year, this team is held, this offense is held, his faith is held in that man's hand, man, because there's no more excuses. We got line, we got weapons. At the yin yang man, it's time. It's time to. It's time to make some things happen. And that tight end man, uh, Bellinger. That's another thing Bellinger. we need to watch this mm-hmm. guy. I Bellinger. Yeah. I think we might got a gym, a diamond in the rough, man. Because it's yep. just something about him. I like. I, I. I can't wait to see it, man. I'm so glad we got Evan Ingram's out of there. You know, uh, it's just it <laughs> no. never fit. Powder Springs never fit, man. He never fit. It just never worked. It, it's, it was horrible, man. But I can see the side. I can see a little side. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's, 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 uh, we don't say yeah. the name anymore, you guys. Yeah. That's what we yeah. Thank you. I mean, that, that, that right there shows you this team is heading the right direction, man. We got rid of all that <laughs> stuff, man, all that weight, man, and and we we're 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 a new team, man. It's a it's a new team, man. I just hope right. that Daniel Jones can just let it fly and be that guy. I pray. I don't want him to fail. I want him to succeed. I don't want to hear. Oh, you know, I want him to. I want him to succeed and be that guy. But if you're just it's, it's the fifth year, son. If you're not that dude yeah. to me. You're just not that dude. You just don't. You're just right. not that guy. I, it is what it is to me. But hey, we'll see. We'll Tyrod Taylor be, I think, five week, week five. Tyrod Taylor might be the starter, fellas. That's, that's my prediction. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just, I'm not. Gonna, I just want to chime in real quick before I, <laughs> I, I allow the rule to speed here. Let me tell you something. These and you, both of you guys, Brian Big O, you both are right. There are going mm-hmm. to be a lot of NFL teams that are going to be sorry they passed up Daniel Bellinger. I really, mm. really think. I really think that you talk about diamond in the rough. He's going to shine. Right. He is right. going to shine. Every he's got great feet. He he he, mm-hmm. he he's clean getting out of his route break. He's got wonderful mm-hmm. hands. He contests and jumps for right. I mean, we we, we right. missed that from and his home. physique. We didn't get that out of oh my god. We didn't get a battler, a fighter. 
you know? Right. And that has great balance and what have you. This right. And also, right. so he blocks. And he blocks. And well. he blocks. And Chris, he can block leverage. Oh, man. Thank you. We I just that wanted years. to put that's very important that I say right. that because we did not have that for a while. Right. But yet, this guy, people mm. are going to be, they're going to regret it. We've got some other guys, Flat and a, a few up, Flat and uh, Belch and a few others. But no, mm-hmm. Bellinger, watch out. Watch out. I'll, I, I, I right. do great things for him in the future. Uh, and because he's, he's also in the right coaching staff that knows how to develop a, a talent like that. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. So for you, uh, Chris and Big O on Bellinger, there's two things. And Chris, this is going to be a side bet, so, you know. Get the cash out ready. So what are we saying here? How many catches are we expending out of the Titan this year? Or oh, what, what are wait, the wait, measurements wait. as far as? Right, now, wait a minute. You know, ordinarily I jump on this bet, but this is a fourth-round draft choice. He's a rookie. I don't know how – I don't know exactly how he's going to be utilized. I, I can't see a 100-yard – I mean, a 100-catch season out of him or nothing like that. But mm-hmm. I do know one thing. He is a generally great improvement out of what we've had the last, oh, my God. At that position, no argument oh. for me on that. No argument, oh for, me. No argument for me on I, that. I don't, now, I don't you, know, you know how I feel. Like, I, um, you know, when we talked about this after the draft in Vegas, mm-hmm. I said, uh, you know, as far as <laughs> selecting this title, I had no, you know, I didn't follow him at San Diego State. I didn't. I really don't have a clue. But, you know, I remember O's, Big O's been on this show – over the years, we talked about the situation. Chris, I talked about Jerome Cunningham. That's probably a name Brian's yep. familiar with. We put yep. him in the yep. Hall of Fame in the in the summertime. Like I don't. That's what I'm trying to. What is the, the? What are we measuring success out of this particular mm-hmm. player? What are expectations uh, from you guys with, with the height? Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's all three answer that one. Uh, Brian, why don't you take that first? Well, first of all, we don't know exactly <clears throat> excuse me, how they're going to be using the tight end in this offense. Um, he is a rookie, but he's also a tight end. Ricky Seals-Jones, is, he, he's a, a poor man's EE. We won't say the name. Um, but he's pretty much <laughs> been a player. And that's not what they're looking for. You know, they, they are looking for an in-line tight end who can catch the ball. And, and let me tell you this. I, I got uh, peeps out in San Diego. So they knew about, knew about Bellinger, and they said, this, this guy's a pro tight end. They said, you know, they, this guy's going to be a good pro, even though he didn't throw up great stats because they were you know, primarily a running team there, which is kind of odd right. for a yeah. Southern California right. team. But nonetheless, that's what they were. You know, and his blocking ability is very, very good. So to make a prediction, yeah, now you're kind of hitting me in the head here a little bit. But, but, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the primary tight end. If he doesn't catch 40, 45 balls for you know 400 to 500 yards, and you know he's big, he, he's good uh, red zone guy, you know target. So you know, you know, you know four or five, you know maybe six touchdowns somewhere around there. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Okay, fair enough. That's that's what I'm thinking. Here you go. What you think? Yeah, I think what Brian just said, man, was he just hit it on the nose. I can't. We we're not going to predict what he can do, but just the tight end, fellas. The tight end is a position, man. If you if you if you if you know how to hit soft spots, if you if that's like second nature to you to 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 know where soft spots and defenses are, like that guy, uh, like uh, 
Witten, Jason Witten used to do at at, at Dallas, and um, come a couple other right. tight ends, man, that just just know how to be. You always used to be so mad, like, damn, he's not even that fast, but they always open. They always he's in always the open. right spot. Oh, <laughs> I just feel that we oh, I got that right that in Bellinger. That's the I, I, this, the feeling I'm getting. I hope it is, but again, the, the Dable. And these guys drafted according to what the scheme that they're going to be running, and they like that open space, you know, uh, it being the right spot, man. Good, you know, they just love running that type of offense, man. And I think he's a perfect fit. I, that's what we're looking for, man. We're looking for a tight end that just understands defenses, man, and knows how to hit those soft spots and be in those right areas at all times, man. And I think you'll get that in this kid. And you know what? I couldn't have said that any better myself, Big O. That's what I was talking about. Brian, I would give him 10 less catches, but I tell you this. In the red zone, in the Brian DeBall offense, I mm-hmm. can easily mm-hmm. – and this is where, this is where I, I, I would love to see your face, Steve. I can get him about four or five touchdowns on mm. this schedule. I sure could. Because just like Big O alluded to, it's the first thing I said when I was describing him. When he, he's clean getting out of his route breaks, clean. Yeah. He's, he, he's yeah. always by himself, just like Witten was. And he doesn't really he, – he has very, very quick feet. And I right. like that. And right. he's a strong dude, top heavy as well. He's got every – he's got just he, – you know what he looks like? I'll tell you what he looks like. He looks like a New York Giant. That's what he looks like. <laughs> well, I – I yes, would say yes, this. Also, he's he's great with uh you know running after the catch there. He knocks over defensive backs oh, like yeah. bowling, uh, you know, bowling. Yeah, backs. yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He, he's a good yak man. You know, he, okay. he's not yeah. just a possession type guy. He's gonna be here for a mm-hmm. while. We gonna have okay. To so this is what I this is what I was thinking. He was in Vegas at the draft. He was he's from Vegas, so he was at the draft too. He was right there. So 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 what I will say. So what I would say, I would probably come back to you guys before the start of the season. Okay, so I'm probably not sold on – okay, not to say I'm not sold. I'm cool with what your guys are saying as far as 40 catches, 45 catches. That's that's reasonable. Okay, I, I could work with that because the way you guys were talking, I'm like, I, you're respecting no. uh, uh, Keith Jackson or Jeremy Shock. No, no. You were talking no. – Nothing like that. Catches. So, okay, no. okay, okay, okay. We, okay, so we good, we good. No, 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 right, not like uh, that. All right, fair, fair. All right, we can move on. We'll, we'll so, so, I mean, you, the reason why we was, it sound like that, we didn't even have, we didn't even have anything close to Bellinger. Now. Like we, we was, I mean, come on, you look how many years, man. Hey, we had Darnell, we had look at we, look at the names. It was just yeah, yeah, horrible, yeah. man. Well, oh, I, I, I also don't think that there's going to be any tight end worth of shit on a roster. So he. Not only will he be the primary tight end, but he'll be, you know, pretty much the only guy who gets, you know, much in the way of snaps. Right. That, that's my take yeah. right now. You I, know, agree. So I agree. I actually have another question for uh, Brian and, and, um, and Big O. Uh, Chris, well, we kind of tackled okay. this from the last three episodes, so let's get them the floor on the same questions we were answering for the last three episodes. Okay. So let's do it. you look at our office, the first question for Brian and go to Big O, when you look at our offensive line, how you compare that – versus the defensive lines in the NFC East. Do we win these matchups versus Washington, the commanders? Do we win these? Like, if you take, like, an 80, 75, 80-snap 80 game, 
who wins the majority in the trenches between the Giants' offensive line versus the Commanders' D-line, the Eagles' D-line, the Cowboys' D-line. If you can forecast what you know based on our personnel by position versus these uh, the opposing team's defensive lines, how do you think we win the trenches? Brian, you up first. Wow. Brian, okay. First of all, because I keep forgetting to say this big old happy birthday, my friend. Happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you all, man. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate That's you. And here's the second thing is that the strength of the Giants offensive line right now, even though one's a rookie and the other one's going to be a third-year player, is their tackles. All three of those teams, Steve, they rush the passer off the edge. So I think that they'll be able to hold up fairly well, you know, provided that, you know, both of those tackles stay healthy, which you can, you can never say, but um, I, I think that you'll see a market improvement in the, the pass protection by the Giants. You'll get some you know, pretty, pretty good, you know, I don't know if they're the best around, but you know, they, that, that's the strength of those other defenses. So my take is that I think you'll see a market improvement with the Giants in their pass protection because of the strength of the defensive tackles. Okay, fair enough. Do you fear any of the D-lines? What's that now? You go, Steve. Do you fear any, like, which one of those three do you think the Giants will have the most troubles with? With the fifth Yeah. Probably the Eagles just because Fletcher Cox is still there. You know, and the Giants are very untested on the interior of the line, so they're going to have to dress with him. Okay. So you don't, you don't, you don't, what about, give me a quick, Brian, give me 20 seconds each on the other two teams, the Commanders and um, the Cowgirls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, they've never seen, the the Commanders have never seen an Alabama defensive lineman that, you know, they didn't want to pick, so... uh, (laughs) So, yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah you're an Alabama guy, too. That's forgot. Yeah, I'm an Alabama, Alabama guy, too. Yeah. So, uh, but but I, I think they're weak in other areas. Uh, um, I, I think they're okay. And, you know, the Cowboys, the Cowboys are falling right back where they're spending all their money on the offense. And, and you know, so the, the, the defense is, is always yep. thin. And they the, – when teams go cheap on defense, they tend to go cheap on the interior. You know, if you match up offense, defense, the strength, when uh, you got know, quarterback up here, but then you're going, you know, edge rusher, tackle, you know, uh, 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 wide receiver, corner, and, and, and you get down more towards the bottom, you know, that would be interior line toward, uh, on each side to the ball. So I, I, I think that, you know, Dallas, you know, you know you know, they uh, all came in, did, 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 a, did a real good job last year shoring up their defense, but I, I think there was, you know, a lot of smoke and mirror involved there. Um, I, I don't think the Cowboys really could. They, they, that's my take on it. So, um, they're, they're okay. You know, the, the other defensive, you know, parts of the, the, the uh, defensive lines in the, in the East are pretty good. I did, you know, obviously, the Eagles because of Fletcher Cox, but I think he'd probably be a Hall of Fame player. But, uh, yeah, so, so – let, let's see how the Giants, you know, build up their their, their uh, offensive line, the interior part this year. And, you know, we'll, we'll have more to say about that. Golonski's a good player, but the other two positions are question marks. Okay. Big O, same, same question. 
Well, I, you know, I, I I was thinking earlier, man, may, maybe this offensive line, it's not going to be maybe. They will struggle the first few games. Um, not as bad as we used to struggle because um, I think we have way better coaching now. So coaching was a big key. Because remember when Andrew Thomas came, he struggled, man, to the point I, I thought he was a bust. And then somehow he made the turn, and um, he became this solid tackle. Um, hoping that don't happen with Evan Neal. You know, now we got better coaches in place, um, you know, better players, um, a better attitude, a better energy in that building, man. Um, how, how this offensive line will fare with the rest of the division, it's still up in the air to me. I'm still that giant fan right now. I got to see it to believe it. Prove it to me. We've been so bad for so long. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. You got, you got to make this thing happen. Everybody has to believe in this system and put them hats on these players and, and start moving people around. Um, Barkley should be able to have a good year if that offensive line is, is that offensive line we predicted to be. Um, we still don't know yet. Um, like Brian said, man, you know, we got two solid guys. That's proven, but the, we don't know yet. We really don't know yet about that right side um, and Terry on out, you know, so we we don't know yet, you know. Um, hopefully it works out. It's way better to me on paper. It's way better than we what we had. Um, uh, the rest of the division, man, oh, man, uh, Dallas. I, I still believe Dallas still got a little point. It's, 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 it still can win this division, man. I just feel like they got enough firepower on that offense, man, if they can get it together. Um, that defense, uh, I don't know. It's still a big question mark, still a big question mark, what they going to be because they, 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 they lost some pieces, man, and I don't know, man. It, 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 I just don't know. We, You know, when we play, the, when we play Dallas, anybody in the division, it's a dogfight. So um, we lost those games because we sucked, um, bad coaching. It was a whole lot. Now it's going to be different. I think these games are going to be tight. The better coach team, the better team, uh, the better uh, the players that makes the less mistakes. Um, that's uh, you know that runs the game plan well. That 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 makes the plays that needs to be play, made. Remember, I used to say there's five games, there's five plays in the game, six to five plays in the game that you have to make when it's a tight game to win the game. And if you don't make those plays, man, you're going to lose. Hopefully, we can start making those now because man, we we got so far away from that. That I, I didn't even I, I used to say, man, when when are we gonna actually have a team, a competent team, like look like a team? Detroit looked like a team out there. They just lose the games at the end, but they look like a team. We was just man, it was horrible. But now I don't know, man. Maybe 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 I I I think the after the first couple of games, first three games, the Giants will start gelling. I think that offensive line will start gelling. But look for us to have a little. A little bit of problems. The teams are going to try, you know, just because we got, we got those guys, team is not going to respect us. We're still the Giants. They're going to come in there and they're going to try to punch us in the mouth, man. It's, 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 it's our team. It takes those guys to believe that, you know, we, 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 we mings amongst boys and we're going to slap teams in the mouth. This thing is over with. So it's yet to be proven to me. They have to prove it. Growing, growing pains, you mean. We're going we're gonna to have to go through yes. some growing pains. I, I totally we're going to have it. to go through some growing pains. Yep. And I truly, yep. I truly think that this is a new system. Coaching staff. Yes. Right. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think we're, mm. we're headed somewhere. Mm. I'm not going to get us in the, in yeah. the um, um, NFC Championship game right now, but I will say that we'll right. be a hell of a lot right. more competitive. 
than, than, right. than we were before. So I, I, I'm, I'm totally right. with both of you. Go ahead, Steve. Well, I'll, I'll just pretty much echo what I said, what, three, four weeks ago. When you look at our line versus the line, the defensive lines in the uh, division, I, I believe Washington definitely by if, – if, it really yeah. – to me, if uh, – what's his name? Uh, the guy – Chase Young. If he Chase didn't Young. have that – yeah, AC, the ACL injury, you know, I always say most guys, if you're not Adrian Peterson, you're, you're going to lose a step with that, that knee, you know, with the ACL. With that said, right. they, to me – they had to be the best D line, and I think they, out of a 75, 80 snap game, they will probably give us troubles. And at minimum, right. five and a half quarters out of eight, bar no overtime. I think, like like Brian said, the interior they have the best interior defensive line out of the four with the, uh, with Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Um, and uh, I just think that could be a, a load with uh, our interior offensive line. I really believe that. The Eagles, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I think, you know, me and Chris talked about this, and I think they have a very good defensive line, too. I just, I just think mm-hmm. Chicago, and I, and I said this to uh, Chris a couple of weeks, you know, a few weeks ago, Brian, uh, and I talked to Eagle fans because, you know, they study their team like how we study the Giants. They all believe, and I, I thought I was seeing things, but they kind of confirmed what I was thinking. Like, Fletcher Cox kind of lost the step after the, the big payday. He did. Uh, it's not yep. the same Fletcher Cox. He's just, you know, the name is still there. He still gets the job done. He's right. not prime Fletcher Cox, but it's Fletcher right. Cox. He'll still get the job done. Um, but I think we probably could – it's almost probably – I'll give the Eagles – be honestly, to be objective, I would probably give the, 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 the D-line to the Eagles a little bit of an edge. I think we can have our way with the Cowboys, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. – you know, you know, Chris is big on double O. Um, Osa – I can't even pronounce the last name. Uh, the, the tackle, the defensive tackle for the uh, Cowboys. He, he, he showed a lot yeah. of flashes. Oh, so I oh. think he can take a step in the right direction. But, you know, outside of that, Demarcus Lawrence on the edge, eh, you know, he's kind of – you know, he's kind of in the same boat with Fletcher Cos. You know, take the payday and you're kind of chilling for the rest of your career. Um, I, totally I think the Giants – However, the Giants are going to be ascending because it can't get any worse. Like, oh, man, that was some of the worst blocking I've ever seen in my life from the Giants team last year. It can't get any worse. Um, so um, it, can't, it can't get any that, that, That's the only logic I can put on this. It can't get any worse. New well, coaching staff, mm-hmm. better, you know, good you know, young tackles on the edge. Uh, so, uh, Brian, I don't know if we're going to have a Jeff Schwartz situation like at right guard. Remember, we got a free agent right guard years ago, and that didn't pan out. I hope this doesn't be the same thing, you know. So um, mm-hmm. I have nothing else mm-hmm. to add. Uh, we can jump into it, uh, let me, let Chris. Me let me say this as a, as a quick aside, and that is sure. um, I would say on paper that commanders is who we should wor- worry about as far as from our, our, our matchup, our offensive line versus their defensive line. Yes. I agree. I agree. But, right. but there's something about when these Eagles see the New York Giants. You're, oh, yeah, you, you, you're right about that. I remember that point you made. You're it's right. You're absolutely right. Go ahead. Bit, there's, there's something extra there that pumps these guys up, that makes them angry, that gets them excited, yep. and they come out and they ball against us. They, they, they have that yeah, edge. That's and that's also, true. I think they're, right. they're, they're built that way. So that's who I'm right. worried about. I'm worried about the Beagles for that reason. You know what it is? Can yeah. I, can I, Chris, can I interject before we jump in? You know what? I didn't say this last sure. time, and I told you this in episodes before. And this has a lot to do with this New York-Philadelphia, not just sports. Yes, it does. 
Philadelphians yeah. are tired of New Yorkers. Not just because New York fans just mm-hmm. come and rant and rave, pump their New York and they chest. No, they mm-hmm. literally are tired. Like New Yorkers moving to Philadelphia into their neighborhoods and like it, it's personal yep. on that level. It is personal. Right. And these players hear this shit when they go to the bars. Like they play for their, their city. Like literally, like Philadelphia really rides for that. Like players that play for that city, no matter what team. They ride for these. It's like it's like almost high school level. Like they, it's like yep. you know, I, we hate them, but I gotta respect that in a sense because Chris knows. Like these these yes, players are really in tune <laughs> with the city, and and, and that kind of carries over to how they play against us. And Chris, you're right about that extra effort because if they don't they play, do. they're going to hear it from their their, those, their citizens. Did any of your yeah. um? All, this is for all three of y'all. When any of your elders, whether it be an uncle or grandfather, or whatever, when they told, when they would talk about sport or they would see a sporting event, afterwards they'd all gather to the neighborhood bar or a step or a park or whatever, and not and not just like today's latter day um, tailgate situation, but more like a, a a actual building where you know mm-hmm. where you know they gather and they 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 talk about the game, or whatever. It normally happened in baseball. Well, mm-hmm. they do that. Seriously, as a religion in Philadelphia, they do. They, yes, they will. Do. They will. They'll talk about the game for the entire. They could probably take this to the following year. One game, one play, right. one mess up from a player, whatever. They get excited and they hold it dear, and they don't forget if something was, if someone was wrong them or whatever. And it's really, really crazy. So. That right. also leads into my, my, my hatred for them as well, Steve. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is i got to give them love for that because they are truly devoted. But the funny thing is they're not really cerebral in terms of the other stuff, you know, the salary cap and, you know, all that kind of stuff. They just want they, – they're, they're just totally <clears throat> into what they see on the field, who did what and who's supposed to do what. And when you betray them, they hate you. Um Ask them about yep. Carson Wentz these days. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So that's just how it is. So they're just a different animal, and we have to see them twice a year, and we're gonna, and it's going to be like that forever. All right. Yeah. So, I'm not going to lie, though, Steve and Chris, not to, just before we moved on, just to before we get off of Philly, that, that rookie they got, man, that D-tackle, man, oh, man, if, he, oh, if he's, he's what they predict um, that guy to be, yes. oh, uh, and – Georgia, that's Georgia. all I got to say, man. Oh I, I call that a, a bigger version of a what Warren Sapp coming out of yeah. school. Just a uh, Davis, I think his last name is. is Jordan, Davis. Davis. Yeah. Jordan Davis. Yeah. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, bro! He's he a got that, that 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 Warren Sapp energy to him. He has swag. He has movement. So he's loose. He ran a what yeah. in the in the in the in the uh, in the forty like a four eight. He ran he wanted, in it, the 40. I, I, I thought he was faster than that. I thought, yeah, that's combine. Yeah. Bro. Quick. And, this, and he's leaner and meaner now, too. He's this lost is weight. Beyond, this is beyond freakish, man. This is this is next level stuff, man. And you got yes, to block he lost, that he lost 20 pounds for the today. next five to seven years, bro. You got to block that. Man, are you ready? <laughs> I'm telling you. I hope he... I hope he twists his ankle. That's all I got to say. Man, I, <laughs> this dude is coached up right. It was I was a little jealous. I I know that wasn't the need we need, but I was kind of like, man, 
this is what I thought Dexter Lawrence was going to be or something. Like, you know, be nasty, man. I don't see that. Like, you know, I didn't see that in him. You know, it was like, man. Oh, I don't know. Well, you know, but it's it's hey, lot, it is man. what it is. He's but got heartbreak there, too. So you got to watch out for him, too. People don't talk about him. So, yeah, yeah it's, 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 right. it's, it's ugly. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. But we'll handle yeah. it. We'll handle it. We're dying. Yeah. <laughs> we'll handle it. All right, Steve, what's left next on the agenda for the next? Oh, yeah, we got, we, got, we, got, we got two go-arounds. The one on the Steelers, we'll go around for Steelers, and we'll probably go around one time for the Bucks but in, with our final thoughts because of time. So, uh, Brian, let's go ahead. What are your thoughts on the Steelers from afar, man? Bird's eye view, man. Well, the, the Steelers got two main issues on their team. Uh, <clears throat> well, between Terry Bradshaw and the draft of the Big Ben, that was 41 years. And in between, they had absolute crap at quarterback. They, uh, they mm-hmm. you know, Mark Malone and David Woodley when they started out. Then they had Tom Zach. Neil O'Donnell was half-ass okay. But remember, they, they – just before they drafted Ben, they had Cordell Stewart, Tommy Maddox yep. as a backup. Remember, remember Antoine mm-hmm. Randall L. actually played yep. quarterback and yep. in, in, in Charlie Batch. You, you know, and, and now they're yep. just, they're back to that type of quarterback play. I mean, who do they got? They got Mason Rudolph. Tried him; he was terrible. Mitch yeah. Trubisky. Everybody's seen what he's got. And then they got undrafted, you know, un, un, I'm sorry, unproven rookie, you know, Kenny Pickett, who might, might turn out to be really good, but he could turn out to be nothing at all. So from, the, from their offensive point of view, you know, they, they were lower in the league to begin with, they, you know, 20, 23rd in yards and, and uh, 21st in points. Yet middling on most other stats, you know, 16th in passing, 16th in sack. But on the defensive side, this is a, this is a hidden part of, of their uh, problem with the team. They were first in the NFL in sacks with 55. They were dead last against the rush, 32nd, 146 yards a game. And yeah. to, put it, to put it in perspective, their, their divisional rivals, the Ravens, were number one in the league, 84.5 yards per game. And they really didn't do anything to shore up that part of their, their defense in, in the offseason. If you're giving up a lot of rushing yards, that means your defensive tackle play and interior uh, inside out defensive, excuse me, linebacker play is just not good. And they really didn't add anybody for that position. This is a big question for, for them, particularly because their division's gotten better. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Cincinnati went to, went to the Super Bowl and very well could have won the thing. Cle- Cleveland Browns managed to, you know, fuck up everything. So I expect anything out of that. But the Ravens <laughs> are always good, you know. So they that, did. That, that, <laughs> that's the Browns. But that's a you know, different story, different day. But, but you know, they're in a you know, tough-ass division, and you just can't give up rushing yards it, 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 you know, at that level, they, they clearly the defense has been, you know, built to, you know, for, uh, produce sacks, which is all fine and dandy, but that doesn't do you any good if you can't stop the run at all. And, and they only had 13 interceptions. Usually, if you got a, you know, a, a, a vicious pass rush, you know, um, you get a lot more interceptions because you know quarterbacks are just flinging the thing up. It didn't work out that way. So the Steelers, I think, are a team in transition. They got one of the very best coaches around. So yeah, they, they will turn around. My brother's a huge Steelers fan, so I know a lot about them. But but uh, yeah. uh, this year, I, I don't see the Steelers being much more than a middling team. All right, big O. 
Yeah, you can echo what Brian said. I I, I think this this division it runs through uh, Cincinnati. Um, they, they lost a step, but it's two coaches in the league that I always say, man, I don't care who who they have at quarterback. They always gonna find a way to win the game. It's gonna be a tight freaking game, and that's Belichick and, and Tomlin, man. It's like for some reason. I don't care. They will make this a dog fight. So I'm not going to say they're out of it. They will find a way to win games. But I can I, I can see what Brian's talking about. This team lost a lot of momentum. Um, they really haven't did a lot to, 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 to change anything. Um, but, again, I'm on, on the outside looking in. Um, they might know way more than I know. But I just know that one thing when it comes to about when it comes to continuity and motivation and playing hard and to the end, players do it for Tomlin, you know. So um, they always in there for some reason. They, you know, they have that one bad year and they back in it, you know. So, uh, but again, they did have Ben. Um, there was some times when Ben was down. They won games, man, with with, with backups, and they found a way to to pull that through. Um, but this yeah. year, I don't. I don't see this team. I really. I think that. I, I think they'll finish second. You know, second in the division. I don't think they'll. They'll. they'll no, a third in the division. I don't think they. Uh, they. They put up too. Uh, too much fight at the end. They just won't have enough firepower to do it. Um, this team is in a rebuild mode. Um, they got a lot to prove. Uh, Pickett and. Um, I I don't think uh, Mitch Mitch Trubisky is the, is is that guy, no. man. I just don't. Uh, not at all. Uh, uh, that that you can stamp that it's not going to work on that one, man. I just don't see it. He's he's not that. It's just not going to work, work, man. Right? I don't I don't know. Maybe <laughs> uh, Tomlin might re. Now again, Tomlin, I don't know, but if you can make that work, I got so forget. It, I would never doubt you in. Whatever, but I don't think that he's just a. You can see some QBs, man. You can you just know QBs. If a QB have it, you either you got it or you don't, man. And I don't think he got that, man. So, well, it's okay. yet to see. I, 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 I but again, I, I'm with Brian on that one. I don't think his team makes it to the playoff this year. I think they might miss it because they won't have enough firepower to do it. Okay, Steve. I'm just gonna be real quick with one sentence. Hey, listen. I um, um I think they're going. I think the Steelers are pretty much going to fight uh, Cleveland for last place in this division. Yes, I said that. Um, Agreed. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That, that offensive line is, is just god-awful. We always talk about ours. Let me yeah. We, we always talked about, look, one thing that everybody noticed from the outside looking in with Roethlisberger last year is that he had that quick throw, two-second two second average time to all of his receivers, and it worked out pretty good for them. They made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But what it masked, was the fact that that pass protection that he had out there, that was freaking god-awful. So, I, mm-hmm. I can't believe that, that Najee Harris uh, on run protection had as many yards as he had. But they went ahead and they got some free agents this, this year who, who are kind of on upgrades, Cole and Daniels. We'll see what happens with them. Um, but it's not enough when you've got a new quarterback coming in that you, that's got to take the reins, and it looks like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be picket. Um, if they if they start Trubisky, they're going to be in last place, not third place. So that, I just wanted to say that because I'm looking at the time and I wanted to pass money. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree, Chris. Um, 
uh, to all your points as far as life without Ben Roethlisberger, like Brian said, between him and Brasher, that's a lot of time between two quarterbacks. This is back to uncharted territory for this franchise. And it's yeah. really between them and Cleveland, between them, those two, who's going to get for third place. There's no way with this this line. Remember, they had Pro Bowl type of players on that old line. They just oh. disappeared. They got older. Oh, you know, yeah. they, Hall of Famer type type players. And you can't run yeah. out there with what they got with James Daniels and Mason Cole. Them cats, nah, man. Their, their old line situation is worse than ours. <laughs> so, yeah. so. In the the fact that Juju Smith-Zeus is not there no more. On top of that, uh-huh. to do that, you know, once you drop stop, you know, drop stop, yeah. just release it. There's nobody to throw to. Like, I, you know, Chase Claypool is okay, you know, but not not game changing. Deontay Johnson, same thing. Yeah. On the defensive side, the linebackers. I actually do like the linebackers, but to Brian's point, you, you can't even get to the quarterback with the front with the edge. You know, T.J. Uh, Watt got the big contract, but you know, added Miles Jack, maybe they can try to get a little spark and get Devin Bush back, but. You know, I like making Fitzpatrick even after the trade with Miami a few years ago. But outside of that, man, I mean, nah, man, this this office is gonna be dreadful. I mean, this is gonna be uncharted territory because we're, we're we've been used to watching the Steelers do their thing. So um, let's jump to the Bucks and get final thoughts on top of that, Brian. If you want your your top level thoughts on the Bucks and top of that, follow up with some final thoughts. Okay, well, the Bucks. I mean. They, had, they they lost a couple things, but for the most part, they're the same team that you know should have went to the Super Bowl last year. They decided that they didn't want to beat a you know so-so Rams team, but it is what it is. It, you know, coaching changes top areas for Todd Ball. So everybody talks you know Todd Balls how, how bad it was when he was with the Jets. But you know what? He's a defensive coach, and the Jets had good defenses. They just had a beyond inept offense. Well, in, in Tampa, well. First of all, you got the greatest quarterback of all time. And offensive coordinator is Byron Leftwich. He, I mean, he should be a head coach somewhere. Um, he's smart not to take Jacksonville job because that's thick as in the Mitchell owns the team. But, you know, Leftwich, you know, great offensive coordinator. So I, I think that, you know, you know, Bowles will be very successful there. And, yeah, the tight end is, is a little bit of a, a question mark. From Gronk retired, O.J. Howard is now with the – with the, the Bills, so there might be a little bit of problem there. Their, their defensive line is getting a little older in the tooth, but I, I still think all the pieces are there for for the Bucks to make another run. You know, and I I expect them to win their division and uh, probably go you know pretty deep in the playoffs. All right, cool. Any uh, final thoughts from you, man? Uh, well, just on the Giants, and I, I might say this earlier. I'm from Syracuse, as such, and I'm not that far from Buffalo. And when the Bills started to get good, which, you know, they hadn't been for a long time, all of a sudden all these Bills fans started coming out of woodwork. <laughs> so you, you, start hearing, you start hearing more and more about the Bills. And, you know, I'm not, a, not a, at all a Bills fan in any way, shape, or form. However, I wanted Sean and I wanted Dayball, although, you know, Brian Flores was also – either one of those I would have been happy with. But, you know, they they, they were the guys that I targeted, again, besides B-Flow, um, because I think that the, the, the Bills right now are the, the best-run organization in football. So if you needed to change things at the top, why not go to, to the best? And so I'm happy with what they've done. I, I can see that there's a plan in place. I can see that the players are buying, and the, the talent level of the team has gone up, up by a ton. 
Yeah, how many of the Giants' free agents from last year are playing for anybody? You know, you know other than E.E., again, we'll say that. You know, it, 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 they'll have a lot of fun down in Jacksonville when he starts dropping balls for you know, important parts of games. Not that they're going to have a lot of those because they're going to stink. But, uh, I, 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 so I've, yeah, give a final thought. I like the direction the team's going. It might take a little while to, to put it together. But the Giants are going to be exciting to watch, and they're going to go toe-to-toe with people. There won't be any quarterback sneaks on second and third downs because you don't want to lose by too much. You know, there, there's going to be an attitude, and there is an attitude now. And uh, for the first time in a, in a while, I, I, I feel, uh, you know, basically since Coughlin's been there, uh, um, there's an attitude on the team that, you know, gives me hope. Hey, I got a follow-up right. question. Great thoughts. A follow-up question. And, and Chris and I talked about this, and we talked about this on the hockey show. Do you like the fact that oh, – see, I don't know the answer to this. Maybe you can answer this as well, where Shane and uh, the ball, were, going, were they going to Sabre games like they were going to the Ranger playoff games? And what kind of message did it, does it send to the Giants football team, seeing that the general manager and the head coach are supporting uh, a winning hockey club as far as support, does that do anything for you as far as bringing that back to camp? Or do you look at it, things like that? Or what are your thoughts? Because Chris believes that. I, I believe that. What do you think? Oh, I think so, too, because it says you're buying into the area. You, you, what you hear a lot from Buffalo Bills fans, because they, you know, they're, they're, they're about one step above the Eagles as, uh, as far as intelligence goes, Eagles fans. It is, you know, the, the Bills are New, York, New York's only team. And, I, you know, I say, come on, you know, the, 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 the Giants are the New York Giants because of New York City, not because of New York State. And, you know, the Meadowlands is eight miles from downtown Manhattan, whereas, you know, the, the Bills Stadium is 25 miles from downtown Buffalo. <laughs> so so, so I, I think it showed that, 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 that the brain trust of the Giants, you know, they, they were buying into the team. You know, you know, the, the buying into the area, you know, they, yeah, we're, this is us, man. We're all part of you. We're, we're not, you know, rental agents right here. You know, you, you hired us because, because we're mercenaries. You know, we, we want to be the New York Giants and lead the New York Giants, and, and, and I think that that's a really good thing. Fantastic thoughts, right. Thank you, Brian. So, Giants big hitter on Twitter. Let's go to Big O, final thoughts. Hey, yeah, well. Yeah, man, I, I agree, man. I, 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 the the energy's changed. Uh, the organization is making, you know, winning moves. Like I said, this just just looking like a team that's just trying, an organization that's just trying to be a, but going back to winning, but with the times now, man, that old school way of doing things is over. I, I used to say it that the NFL is moving in a different direction and. You know, things, t- players are faster now. The game is way faster than it is before. If your QB is not that that commander in chief and really have it in them, man, you just don't have a QB, man. You just don't. So, hopefully this year, man, no more excuse. We got everything we need to just at least look like a, a good. I mean, a, a fighting team, a, a competent team, a, a, a competitive team. Uh, we're not going to win. We're going to lose some. We're going to lose, you know, we're going to lose games because, again, it's a new system again. Teams, you have to gel together. You have to understand the system, and you have to really, really, you know, understand it to be able to just go fast without even thinking about it. So it's not I, – I, I'm expecting this team to start off a little slow, but I, I, I feel that it, after maybe a few games we'll start building some momentum and um, starting looking like what we're supposed to look like, man. So – 
I, I can't wait. Um, I'm, uh, preseason, hopefully preseason, we can shake. We can look like something because remember the last last past five six years, every we, the way we looked like the way we looked like in, in preseason was the same way we came out in the regular season, like trash. I mean, we we played like trash. So uh, hopefully some things can change in preseason. We can see some not the same wins. We can just see like. Our QB, Daniel Jones, makes some good plays. Look like a real QB, man. It's comfortable back there. It's uh, I, 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 should, I, I pray that they do not sit him down because he's a starting QB like they, they would do he, like, he, like if he was Eli and don't play him because I don't think he has earned that right yet to, to, to sit. So I think out the gate in preseason, this guy needs to get some, some rep and, and gets to know this offense. So you know, the best way to do it, is get them to play these preseason games and, 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 and come into the season, you know, kind of hot, kind of warm. So that's my final thought, man. Um, I know we'll talk plenty more football before the season starts, but, uh, yeah, that, that, this, this team is I'm, – I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of light at the tunnel, man, with this team. All right. We have to thank the great uh, – the, the fantastic thank big you, Brian, uh, Brian, uh, uh, Giants, big hitter of the big blue huddle. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, both of y'all, for coming on. Uh, Steve, real quick, uh, we're supposed to talk about the Bucks. We'll get a chance to do that another time. I just want to say uh, the Dominican Sue, he they let him go. Good idea because they got a keen hit, and he's actually, to me, as far as I'm concerned, an improvement. And with him, Via, and, and um, Ghosting on that front line, they're evil. They're evil. It's going to be really tough mm. to play them. And, I'm back, of course, yeah. probably with some of the best football, man, with Devin White and Tyron and Shaq Barrett and LeBlanc Davis. They're really good. Expected um, Tampa right. Bay to be there again. Uh, real quick, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the um, of social media, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show. And that was, this is the professor, and I'm going to hand it over right now to the man himself, Steve Azul. First and foremost, thanks to Brian from the Big Blue Huddle, uh, at Giants Big Hitter on Twitter. Big O. Big O, you on Twitter, man? Uh, Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I, I, man, I, I, I'm on so much stuff, I don't even remember, man. I just don't. All right, we're going to have to get information. We'll, we'll send you the info. I know I'm on Twitter. I haven't been on there so long, man. There's so man. much stuff I'm been, I've been going through, man. But hey, I'm like I said, I'm back. I'm back in tune, man. It's 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 been it's been a minute, man. I'm happy to be back on the show, man, and listen to you guys, man, and oh, talk football. You're always it's welcome. Been, like I said, man, I've been, it's, it's 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 a pleasure to hear you guys uh, uh, talk football, man. It was a pleasure today, man, to hear you guys again. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, we it's had a deep. great time meeting into uh, uh, Billy uh, Billy Bob, man, and uh, at the front line of tailgate last year. It was an honor. I think we sent you the the pics, man. We had a ball. Hey, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys had a ball. I seen that. I definitely seen that. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, real quick. Let me just say one thing. The Bucks are going to win the division. I agree with Brian Easy. what he said about the Titans situation. But also, um, you know, they, I mean, the only real question I have, and we probably can address it another time, like, is that enough? They probably have just enough motivation to make a run after losing to the Rams. And sometimes you can get ahead of yourself. Sometimes you look at who's ahead of you. Like, who's in the NFC that's going to really, with the Packers maybe, 
the Rams, I don't even see the Rams as a threat. I, I, I mean, wow. if, if they play their game, I think they could come out of the NFC. I don't see a team yeah. in the NFC. Maybe the maybe the Eagles if if they put it together. To be ah, honest, you know, that was Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Nah, not with Jalen Hurts. Alabama guy here. Not with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Nah. Listen, all right, guys, we'll, we'll talk. But it is a great to talk with you guys. Uh, and we'll be back in uh, after the holiday. A week after the holiday, catch up on more football, man. Talk more teams. All right, so I'm ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, take care. Blue. Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.